Keely Fiona Ace here, reporting to you from the Pit of Despair, Illinois, where dad's step-parents have no rights. You want to hear how it actually is being a step-parent. This is the podcast for you. I'm going to give you the skinny of how stepmoms have no rights when it comes to decision-making, the day-to-day, the big events, all of that stuff. I'm also going to give you the skinny of how the joys of being a step-parent and making that decision to sacrifice your hopes, your dreams, all your finances for these children that you have no rights to. Being a step-parent isn't all like the celebrities make it look. Happy blended families, rainbows, unicorns, fluff flowers, mermaids. It's war. You're in the trenches every day. My relentless reality at times is hilarious from an outsider's perspective. I want to give you guys a glimpse as a stepmom of several years now. My mistakes, my mishaps, my missteps, my successes. I would love for a stepmom listening to take what I've said and maybe not do what I've done. You need a guidebook in being a step parent and being a parent in general. That's what I'm here for. I'm just, I'm a Midwestern gal out here in the pit of despair, letting you guys know that you're not the only one in this foxhole fighting the good fight for those children that aren't even really yours in the eyes of the law. I have changed all the names, events, sports, school activities, ages, all of that jazz, so nobody can come after me in court. Deep, 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 disclaimer. And the skinny of it is what it should be in the court of law is parent A and parent B. There should be no gender because at the end of the day, the kids should be with the parent they spend the most time with. So tune in every week if you need a good laugh or if you need some advice and know that you're not alone because I am down in the foxhole with you. I am right there with the noose around my neck. We got this. No chick flick moments. Hello, humans. Keely Fiona Ace, for those of you who are just tuning in, giving you some May holidays. Ooh, this one's a good one. May 23rd is Lucky Penny Day and World Turtle Day. Ooh, May 24th is Tiara Day, you guys. Get those sparkles out and wear them. It's, it's the day you're supposed to. May 25th, a little dark here. Let's National Missing Children's Day. You know, please keep your eyes open when you're out and about with your family because you might see something that might help somebody. Ooh, and it's also Tap Dance Day. I love Tap Dance Day. And it is Wine Day. Drink up. Ooh, May 26th is Sally Ride Day and Don't Fry Friday. What? Yeah, I'm going to eat fried food. It's okay. May 27th is sunscreen day. You guys should be wearing sunscreen all the time, but it is sunscreen day. Appreciate, I guess. And May 28th, National Hamburger Day. May 29th, Memorial Day. We all know that. Water of Flower Day is May 3rd and May 31st. Save your hearing day for somebody who is hearing impaired. Please do take care of your ears. You only have two eardrums, people. And it is World No Tobacco Day, so don't smoke. And ooh, World Otter Day is May 31st, you guys, so appreciate those beautiful otters out there. I don't know if anybody has actually seen the movie American Hot Summer. If anybody has seen that movie, you know the kid in the shed who's like on the radio narrating the entire movie and then they show at one point that nobody can see. You can see that nobody can actually hear him. That's sometimes how I feel like when I'm doing my podcast. I'm like, does anybody hear me? So please download and subscribe, you guys, to my, you know, relentless insanity, inhumanity, you know. 
let's rhyme some other words. Insanity, hilarity. Yeah, and please, you guys, my email is keelyace at gmail.com. Please email me your stories. I will give you shout outs. I will answer your questions because I'm sure you have some burning ones. Some like some of you may have when you pee. Anyways, please email me, download and subscribe. I would love to hear from you guys other than the um, negative comments because those are so much fun. Last episodes, we were talking about Mother's Day. I'm going to kind of dive into it because, you know, Mother's Day is really highlighted in the sense of it's a mother-daughter kind of day. You know, there's always these teas. There's always, you know, mother-daughter brunch, mother-daughter lunch, you know, all these different mommy-daughter things. Yes, everybody, you know, moms have sons as well, but it's kind of more catered towards that in a way. We all know it. I'm just saying it. Anywho, things with my oldest stepdaughter are heating up, you guys, just like the weather over here in the shithole of Illinois. She uh, chose a gas station We Gold hot dog car over the steak car my husband and I got her. Now, Granted, we got her a car that is stick shift, but we got her a car with less than 5,000 miles. Now, I know this might be information you guys don't give a shit about, but trust me, it applies. Now, less than 5,000 miles on it. The back seat was taken out of the car, originally wrapped in plastic, put in somebody's garage because they wanted to put a subwoofer and tons of shit in the back of their car. So the back seat was never sat in, never farted in, never fornicated in, okay? Not one cigarette burn hole, okay? The only thing wrong with this car, outsiders' perspectives, was one, that it was manual, which is not anything wrong with it in my personal opinion, and two, the sunroof, the ceiling part of the car right around it needed to be refinished, if you will. Refabricated, maybe? My husband's gonna kill me for not knowing these terms. It just needed a little bit of a refresh, but the seats were perfect. Like I said, the back seat had never been farted in, put that back in. This car, like this car was good to go. It would last her 10 years plus. All she had to do was learn manual, which my husband knows, I know as well. We were willing to teach her and it needed a little bit of body work here and there. And like I said, the sunroof stuff. All of these things. Now, from a parent's perspective, why buy her this vehicle? One is to keep her from texting and driving. So then she actually learns how the engine works and goes. So then she is a leg up on every other fucking little basic bitch out there and actually knows about the vehicle that she gets behind the wheel every single day that she drives from A to B. All right. The whole point also was to create hours and hours of time one on one with his daughter invaluable that's what we were trying to do like you guys if you're a parent or not think about that we would we bought quote unquote a project all right if you're not a parent we bought a model car project it's going to take hours to glue hours to put together but that is hours of conversation no screen looking at each other learning about something working together to make something happen aka help her learn to drive manual understand the engine fix the car up, make it her own. I had all of these things in my Amazon shopping list to make this car her own because she loves blue, she loves teal. I had all of these things. Stupid, you know, quote unquote, woman, female things to do to cars. I wanted to make it special for her. That's the car we got her. All right, so my Amazon shopping list, I had um, those little sleeves that everybody has seen on Shark Take that you put in between the seats. So then your phone doesn't fall down there. You don't lose French fries. You know, you don't lose lip gloss, all that jazz organizer thing to go on the I wanted to buy an organizer thing to go on the back of her car or her seat for her textbooks so then she wouldn't be taking them in and out of the car and possibly forgetting them somewhere if she didn't need them she could just leave them right there 
in the little organizer. I also got wanted to get her a trunk organizer because she plays a bunch of different sports. So then she could have a certain spot for each sport. That way, if she has to like throw clothes in there, she can easily grab them out and put them in the washer and not have to worry about it. I also had a few different like cleaning items on there and just a few like kind of fun, girly, it's your first car fun things that I wanted to do for her. But, and you guys need to take a sip, like I'm about to. My husband's ex-best friend who has no children decided that he would fix up a car and give it to her this year. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can you can sit there and, and you know try to fucking figure out how the fuck he thinks that's any way, shape, or form, right? Like it literally makes you want to punch a hole through a wall. I won't, because I have no money to fix the hole in the wall. But like I said. She picked a week old hot dog from a gas station over a steak from her father. Now, the whole reasoning behind it that you guys are probably not understanding, like puzzle pieces aren't fitting into the story. My husband's ex-wife said that she could not drive the car that her father got her and was, you know, making up this fuss. Now, there's two different degrees when it comes to her. We knew that she wasn't totally serious about it, but we were like, whatever, you know, my stepdaughter decided to go with what her mother was saying. She's like, no, well, I can't drive it. I don't want to learn on it. She literally was like, I don't even want to learn on it. How insulting is that? I don't even want to spend hours with you. It's not, I don't want to learn on the car. I don't want to spend hours with you. How much does that hurt? You don't even have to be a parent to know that that fucking hurts. So we sold the car. So she showed up this weekend. That little bitch showed up this weekend in my driveway in this piece of shit Honda, rusted out so bad. Sounds like she's driving with a coffee can attached to her ass. Paint job, horrendous. Rust everywhere. Drives like an idiot.